Phantom Sway. We make stuff you'll love. Seriously, check us out. PhantomSway.com Eddie, when you came to us, what did you find? Home. And welcome to Ladies of the Ladder. I am your host, Kira, and I am here with my two co-hosts, Caroline and Allison. And we are talking about the path on Hulu, episode 205, why we source. I have been dying to talk to you guys about this all day. I could not wait to talk about this episode. They're all really good, but this one was like, what? Yeah. yeah. So a couple of themes, a couple of things I wanted to start off off the top with um i feel like this whole episode is about double lives hmm. and nicole needs to mind her own business she's a nosy <laughs> bitch <laughs> those are like my two main notes where I'm like nicole is snooty little oh she was getting on my nerves this episode <laughs> she's like all talking about sarah's brother yeah talking about sarah. how come sarah gets to lead the movement right Jeremy's does everything right, never does anything wrong. Jeremy's a robot. Did so. the parents they the parents were snotty back to her though? Like, mind your own business. Yeah. And then she's like, Russell, I want to go right now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Russell, that was his name. Or it was Jeremy. Some, like, it, it was some like white bread robot name. <laughs> <laughs> but she did have really great outfits in this episode. That jumpsuit that she's wearing when she brings her daughter to Ooh, I loved the that. Hospital, to the yeah. doctor. I I watched a lot of it while I was driving today. Oh, dear. <laughs> and so okay. not all of the lighting. I more, like, yeah. listened to it sure. and then would, like, peek down. Highly illegal yeah. after this last election cycle Very in dangerous. California. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. <laughs> but Highly illegal. our viewers needed... Yes. Yeah, our, our, our <laughs> and that's what... See, the ladies of the ladder will sacrifice yes. life and limb to get you we are yeah. proper yeah. analysis of this yeah. show. And yes. other We're people's dedicated. life and limb. It's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> other people's children and loved ones. We will go Do to, not condone this behavior. <laughs> we will go to any length. I was very safe and I put sunglasses on so that like a cop couldn't tell like <laughs> I like to I thought it through. I thought it through. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was very safe. Okay. All that to luck. say I didn't get to see as many outfits as I usually get to right. see. And it would be worth let me just say mm-hmm. worth watching the episode again because there mm-hmm. is fantastic mm-hmm. use of denim in this yes. episode. And that incredible jumpsuit on yes. Yes, Sarah's denim skirts were really on point. Yes. I did see Abe's a couple of those. shirt when he went to the FBI. Uh, let me let's just Come talk on. about Abe and shirts for a second here. Okay. Because Abe took his shirt out this episode, and I was like, holy crap, he is jacked. Yeah. I was like, they need to write more shirtless things in the show. (laughs) (laughs) We need to see more of Abe, like, shirt. I I was not expecting, he was ripped. I've only seen him with t-shirts on, but he had, like, man boobies and everything. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, whoa. Yeah, he was That was hot. how Nicole felt when she came in as well. I don't That's blame true. her, but she is a biatch. So, Such good yeah. timing on her part. Oh, I didn't <laughs> oh, realize you'd be in here shirtless. <laughs> well, let's talk. Let's start off. Let's start at the beginning. We start in a source meeting, and Cal is explaining why we source, which we come to find out that sourcing is just an excuse 
it's like inspecting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like interrogation. And basically, he's trying to root out the mole, mm-hmm. which we all know is Abe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he invites everyone um, to participate in this sourcing, and they go in for interrogation one by one. Richard's there, of yes. course, um, with the little e-meter-ish this, although this does not reflect Scientology in any way, mm. shape, or form, we make we do not speak for the panel. We make no anything or placing yes. a hand on anything. <laughs> we are not saying that, that Meyerism is a direct and absolute reflection of Scientology. Yeah, the whole it's completely room. independent. However, um, yeah, I thought that whole thing was was interesting. Um, uh, are there were there any before we go any further? Were there any like aha moments for you, or moments where you were like that your jaw dropped, or you were like what? Yes, Allison. When Eddie and Sarah go to meet the Decon woman, mm-hmm. oh. and she goes to get in the car, and he says it must be really painful that your son won't talk to you. Yeah, that was shocking. I was like, look yeah. at Eddie. Yeah. And then Sarah later was like, how'd you know that? He's like, well, I Googled. <laughs> he had Googled her, which Sarah can't do, I guess, because you're not supposed yeah. to really be on the internet. But did he Google it, or did the light reveal it when he was praying on his Peru blanket? It's not, the light is not real. That you no, know it's, of. I know. It's not, <laughs> the light is He's not the sun. Real. He's the new, true guardian of the light. Yeah. I'm having trouble with all of this. <laughs> I'm having trouble with it, but no, he, he was Googled. He but was. I do wonder, because didn't he, he was like laying down and then kind of had this moment that yes. maybe it was... A revelation. Yeah. And maybe the revelation was, you should Google the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe that was Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. He was praying. We did see him like he's still... And that's another thing um, that we we see in this episode with Eddie is that he's like really struggling. Like he's got one foot in both worlds still. And yeah. for good reason. I mean, his family is still in it and him and Sarah end up sleeping together. Mm-hmm. And it did make me wonder. Um, and I, ha- I want to ask you guys this question. Um, does Eddie, can Eddie just fake it? Could Eddie just turn around and walk back into the movement? Like, why can't he just do that? Him and Sarah love each other. They love their kids. You know, they are commi- they really are committed to each other. They have a very solid relationship. Um, but he can't be with her while he's a n- denier, for, for obvious reasons. We, we know this. So I'm just wondering, like, he loves her so much. You look at his life at home. He's got nothing. He's got pills. Yeah. Which he was doing fine without the pills before he left the cult, Mm -hmm. which makes you wonder, you know, is he better off? Is he better off without Meyerism or might he, maybe he should just turn around and walk back into it and just fake it for the sake of his family. What do you guys think? I don't think, I think they wouldn't let him back in because of how denier-ish he has been. Mm-hmm. That's actually in the Myerism handbook, two denierish. Two denierish. And I feel like, can they really ever have like true intimacy if there's like this mm. like big barrier between them? And then like, that's a good point. What's the point of being in a relationship with her if there's always that? I get for the kids. Yeah. But I think between their relationship, it seems. Hopefully she gets out of it instead. Well, and for 
I think you you raise a good point because for as much as everybody lies through the whole show, he and Sarah are incredibly honest with each other. Yeah. He admits having an affair with Chloe. He admits to taking the medicine to the medication. Yeah. So he is really true and honest with her mm-hmm. now that he has you know confessed that he's a denier. Yeah. So I think you're right to say I don't think he could go back and be fake with Sarah the way she would or like be even fake enough t- for Sarah to believe that he yeah. is really back in. That's true. I you make a good point, Caroline, about the intimacy. Like it's one thing to have a one night, you know, one mm-hmm. a fling, but to do a day in, day out of marriage. He was already having trouble maintaining that before he left. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I was just wondering, I, I thought about that. I was like, you know, Eddie's miserable. He's not like a complete person without his family. All he wants is his wife. All he wants is his kids. Could he just fake it and go back <clears throat> and just be that guy that kind of like he's the good guy on on the compound and nice guy, but that's it. Like yeah. not leading classes and doing. So I, I think that's interesting, an interesting thought. And also, yeah, it's kind of like being, it's kind of like the Matrix, right? Like once you find out that the Matrix is real, it's like you can't go back into the Matrix. I don't know. Caroline, you look like you're, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Have you seen the Matrix? <laughs> I haven't. No. There, we should tell our listeners this is a little bit of an age gap. You're, you're 30, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm 42. Allison, how old are you? 34. Okay, so there might be some references that like me more, <laughs> like me or even Allison. But in the Matrix, um, I'll just let you sit there and figure it out. I'm not going to explain it to you. But, yeah. <laughs> but, the, but um, in the first movie, um, the guy that ends up uh, betraying Keanu Reeves. But you have to see, you have to watch Matrix. By the way, it's like one of the best movies okay. ever. Don't watch the I other know, two. I know, like characters of it yeah. in red or blue, which you know. Yes. And, and so he the turns in Keanu Reeves, who is like the, the hero, he's the protagonist of the film, and he turns him in because he wants to go back into the Matrix, which is basically the lives you and I live, which is just the whole world is fake, but it's like a normal, what we would consider a normal world, but the real world is like owned by machines that make humans slaves. Oh. <laughs> and they just trick your mind to make you... And he wants to go back into the Matrix. Because he is like, I I can't handle it out here. But everyone else is like, once you wake up, once you take that pill that Morpheus provides, there really is no going back. You can't, it's like tasting, it's like tasting freedom. It's like you can't go back to being a prisoner after you're going to say tasting Fritos. <laughs> like once you've tasted also Fritos, that, you can't yesterday. go back. <laughs> Chili cheese Fritos, I get it. It's They're disgusting. Why is there so many freaking Fritos in like the variety packs of little chip bags? Because they're good and salty. No, but Wait, there's Fritos? like. 30, so good. 30 bags of those and like four sour cream and onion. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I it sounds it. like I created the ratio. <laughs> now I know <laughs> who to give our extra Fritos. Yes. We have like a drawer full of like 80 bags of little Fritos because oh nobody eats some. You could make Frito pie. That would be delicious. Ew, it sounds disgusting. But I think you're right because the lawyer, when the lawyer mm-hmm. comes to the jail and says, um... So Mrs. Ducon has friends and money, but she doesn't have the light or whatever. As oh, in, yeah. 
I just thought Eddie could never not roll his eyes at something yeah, so ridiculous. You're like right. That. Yeah. There's no way that he could go. Oh, you're right. Yeah. We're gonna win this trial because of the light. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny because Abe had his own roll your eyes moment when he was talking to the. I guess it's the DA or is it the FBI agent in charge, yeah. Mr. Suit and Tie. Um, and he was like, Abe said something about the light and the guy scoffed Mm -hmm. and he was like, I can't believe people think that's real. And he said, well, my wife thinks that the, that the son is the, is that the son's mother is a virgin, meaning Mm -hmm. Jesus. And he's like, that's different. That's real. (laughs) And Abe had his own eye roll moment. Yeah. I was like, okay. (laughs) That's interesting parallel. But yeah, you're right. There's no way he couldn't ever. Let's talk about um, Hawk going to jail. This annoyed me for a couple of different reasons. One is that he went from his house to juvenile detention. Mm -hmm. And I've been with enough teenagers in juvenile um, who have been arrested um, from work that my husband and I did when we were first married, uh, to know that they do not take you and throw you into like hardened juvenile detention right away. I mean, you spend a few nights in the jail, like in jail, jail, just in a cell, like a holding oh, okay. cell, because sometimes it can take you a few hours, like they don't have time for that. Like in the episode, <laughs> it's true. I'm like, dang, they just threw him right to the wall. Uh, writers, I don't think you're doing the proper justice system. <laughs> 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 episode 24 hours so we can see Hawk I would watch it I would totally watch it I would and the other thing I I got really mad when that one crazy kid decided he was going to mess with Hawk I was like don't up and touch his hair yeah but I wrote Kira understands it I just want to touch it I just need to feel what that big hair feels like I do Kira knows I do I know the curiosity but I felt very territorial I was very angry with that boy and I wanted Hawk to beat him yeah because I was like don't you touch that hair you are not worthy to run your hands through that luscious Did you wash your hands first? (laughs) I'm so sad that he got his hair because he put it up in this bun and I was like, how's he going to put his hair up in that glorious bun Mm, from now on? And I was thinking this might be the episode where he cut it all off. I thought so too. That it would trigger the big hair and the touching and all of that. Yeah. It would trigger. But not so Not yet? Maybe, Maybe because he... Maybe we're seeing that. I think it's interesting that he ran into um, Malcolm X Jr. I call I call it Malcolm X Jr. There. Yeah, we were discussing earlier before we started recording that we you couldn't find out who he was. I searched Mm -hmm. as hard as I could on IMDb, and I did even watch the credits multiple times and did some Google searching and could not find out. Let's tweet. You know what? We should tweet at the cast after we finish and ask if. If any of them can give it, we, we need to give that guy a shout out. Yeah, he's and really he's great. reading the new Jim Crow, which I just bought the audiobook of. Oh, so. really? Yeah, me too. Oh, that's the book he's that's holding. The book he's holding yeah. on it. Yeah, as Hawks Who wrote that? The Who's the author? Do you remember? I can't remember her name. She's Ava in the documentary Thirteenth. Oh, she's or something. Uh, Anna DeBernie. Very. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These girls are like the whitest people you <laughs> We just I know I sound yes, white, but I'm not white. But, but but they're like super down for the cause. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, so he was with Malcolm X Jr. And I was thinking maybe he was going to want to be... Hawk's searching, right? Yeah. He's looking for a cause. He's looking for somewhere to channel mm-hmm. this rage or this confusion that he's feeling because of what he's going through at home. 
So I was thinking maybe this is the episode we see, like, he hooks up with Malcolm X Jr. and then, like, shaves his head or something. Oh, yeah. To be down with the gods or whatever. But no, not yet. Not I mean, yet. I'm bra- I'm bracing myself for it. Do you think he's going to do something that gets himself landed back in the juvenile detention That's center? a good... I, I feel like we are not... I feel like we have not seen the last of Malcolm X Jr. Oh, I hope not. He was he great. Was so yeah. good. I don't think that, that that exchange was done. He, chale- he challenged Hawk on some things. Mm-hmm. And he seemed curious, too. So I just felt like, oh, we've got to see more of this guy in some capacity. Either he comes to the compound or Hawk goes back to juvie. I wonder if maybe Hawk, because he was saying, like, he was mad at his mom for giving up the water thing to get him out. And he was like, I wanted it to be my cause. And I'm thinking maybe he will look at the guys in juvie as, like, his cause after this. After being with them and prison fellowship, <laughs> prison fellowship mm-hmm. with the latter prison fellowship. Oh my god, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, that was that was interesting. We'll hopefully see more of that. I actor. haven't seen ba- based on the lighting in my vehicle as I was watching. It looked like their jumpsuits <laughs> were yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a normal a normal color? I don't know. I think it probably varies state to state, but it probably is different because they're juvies. Got it. So it's probably okay. I Are didn't you going even mostly on orange is the new black. You're assuming that <laughs> yeah, it's like yellow. Caroline's <laughs> entire prison experience with prison is orange is the new black. That's literally all she got. <laughs> there were no ladies in there, and they were not wearing orange. Uh, it's usually bright colors because if one of them escapes, yeah. You don't want them to be wearing anything that looks like they, that they can blend in yeah. with normal society. That's why you'll usually see bright colored clothes. Um, Hawk does not belong in jail. That's what I thought when I, I was like, this is a boy. Look at how gorgeous he is. <laughs> oh look at his like, hair. He's walking through the... <laughs> I'm like, this boy does not belong in jail. Get him out now. I did like that he fought back, though. I kind of thought too. he would just like lay there. Yes. And so I'm like... Good. I'm glad to see you have some. I don't feel like. I feel like he's very meek. Yeah. And I was glad to see he had some oomph. I think we're seeing Hawk's rage. Like he's. He is. And we talked about it a couple episodes ago too that Cal is kind of feeding that to him. Oh, you have a lot of pent up rage. Like he's encouraging Hawk to feel rageful. Um, I guess I assume because Cal understands that that's a control. You can control people with their rage. Yeah. So, uh, did you see that one of our Twitter followers wrote back and said that they agree that Cal could be Hawk's real father? It's one of his favorite (laughs) theories in the show. Yeah. Thank you. I think, yeah, yeah, I have that written down. Like, if this turns out to be true, Caroline is the bona fide, like, She's a genius. Genius, the bona fide, yeah. the path genius. That's by far the most fascinating theory I've heard so far. Ugh, and it's I so heartbreaking to me. <laughs> well, I know. Okay, but listen, let's talk about babies and kids. Sean yeah. knows that it's cow. Yes. I did not see that coming. We remember we talked last week about. Yes. Does Sean know it's cows? And we weren't sure, and we thought maybe he's suspicious, but he doesn't know because we didn't see Mary say. This is, might be Cal's baby. We saw her say this might be. I had other relationships. Yours. Yeah. 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 
So when Sean when Sean said, "Does Cal know?" I was like, "Oh, do you know?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh shoot!" And then he went goes in for his sourcing. Yeah, was boy, so ah! he was so good. I loved it. <laughs> Gosh. And he was, I was like, Sean, I was so nervous. I felt nervous for a lot of people in this episode. But I was nervous for him. He went in and I just wanted to be like, Sean, don't blow it. Because Mary was like, look, we can use this. Mm-hmm. You know, she's savvy. She's street smart. And so she, and she's the female version of Cal in a way, I think. Yeah. So she was like, we can use this for things we need. I need a new fridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Sean, you know, and then I was like, oh, Sean, you got to blow it. And then he, he was, you know, being so vague when he was supposed to be going through his interrogation. He was like, oh, I just know things. Yeah. I know I need a fridge, a new one. Yeah. You know, with double doors. Yeah. <laughs> A nice fridge. Yeah. yeah. And like Cal, but then my, I think my favorite part of the whole episode is when Cal went to confront Mary and he barged in on her and he said, you will not blackmail me. No, he said, I will not be blackmailed. And she was like, yes, yeah. you will. Yeah. Yes. I was like, yeah, yeah. Mary. So good. <laughs> and then so I awesome. thought for sure she would like, when she put his hand under her shirt, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, Mary, you're better yeah. than this. And yeah. then she pulls away really fast and walked away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. That was good. I, I was it. like, ooh, Cal, see, the, the game is coming back around. Yes. Yeah. And now, this guy who spent so much time, like, conniving and covering up and planning, it's like things are starting to fall apart. Like, mm-hmm. he can't hold everything at once. And he's not in control anymore. And mm-hmm. I, it's fascinating to see that happened, but yeah, like Mary was like she blew me away. She was like, "Oh yeah, you will. Oh, so <laughs> you good. will be blackmailed. You piece of crap." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and every time Sarah talks to Cal, and their relationship seems to be becoming more normalized now as they struggle to get the, you know, to find the mall, and they have other ex- so they. They seem to be a little bit more normal with each other. And every time she talks to him, I can't help in my head. I, I just keep screaming, Silas is dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that every time. Like, how can you talk to him like he's a normal person? Silas Seriously. is dead and he killed him. That's true. Like, for her own safety or her family's safety, this guy's like a loose cannon. Yeah. Who killed someone within the movement who they all liked. Yeah. So why couldn't it be... Why couldn't Sarah be next? Yeah. Yeah. Because he did say, like, I just lost, you know, it was a moment of rage. And that's where I guess the religion plays in. Sometimes, I know I compare this to my own faith a lot, but like in Christianity, we do that a lot too. Like, we'll be like, the devil made me do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like, you, that's a refrain you'll hear a lot of people say to avoid the responsibility of making a bad decision. And he kind of had his, that was his version of it. Like, the devil, whatever the opposite of light is. Like, I just gave into the rage, and but it was just a mistake. And that's kind of how she justified it. But it's, you're right. It's like, why couldn't he do that to her? Why couldn't he do that to Hawk or Summer? Mm-hmm. You know, if one of them happened to get in his face a little bit or mm-hmm. find out something about him that oh, they should totally. know. Yeah. Yeah. He's a dangerous guy. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I... Kathleen Turner, his mom didn't die last season, right? I don't think so. He just put her in a home. I, I want to right. see her again. She was great. She was a great character. And I and now that I know him a little more, I want to see them together a little more. I feel like she has some secrets to tell. Yeah. That might be interesting. 
All I'm movie. thinking about is Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she plays Chandler's mom on Friends. She plays Chandler's, Chandler's dad. dad. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot. Gabrielesque place uh-huh. called Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how do you know about Friends? Like, you watch it reruns or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't allowed to watch it when it was on no. live. Oh, no. It was too mature. Too mature. See, I was in college when I was on. We used to huddle around uh, Thursday nights, huddle around the TV to watch Friends. I think the final episode aired, like, my senior year of college, or high school, maybe. Anyway, all right, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Next week on Kira is reminded of how old she is. We'll talk about Seinfeld. (laughs) Um, let's see. Oh, Gabby and Hank are having... What is up with Gabby and Hank? That's Sarah's parents. Oh, yes. They had that whole whole weird exchange. Is Gabby a bitch? She kind of seems to be, the way she talked to Nicole. Yeah. And... Very bossy. Um, Hank. Yeah. That seemed threw me off. I wasn't sure how I... You know what it was? They were speaking in code. Hmm. Like, married people code. The two of them were like they weren't being completely honest and about what, but and they their tone was nice, but the words were harsh. Hmm. So I just thought that was interesting. But basically, you know, she brought up that maybe that Hank's been unfaithful, or just lying or something. Well, lying I thought it something. was. I thought she was inferring that when she was so strong about sending the daughter away. Hank went to go and visit the daughter. That's what I assumed because she said, you can't get angry at Sarah for going to be with a denier when you did the exact same thing. Almost saying, I had to hold strong for both of us and you betrayed the family and the movement by going to see the sister. I don't know that that's the case. I did not even put that together. That makes perfect sense a lot. And he swears he didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. Everyone's a liar in this show, so I don't know if... He seems, of all the people, Hank seems the most sincere. He's just an old hippie. Yeah. You know, he just wants, wants to get high, like, feel good. Like Wear he a bandana like a necklace. Yeah. <laughs> Work in the garden. And, like, he's just totally chill. Like, if anyone's going to be honest, I would suppose it would be Hank. Yeah. Um, and he was trying to say, no, I didn't. But who knows if he really did or not. But she was, yeah. And then she brought up, or he brought up Kodiak. I just, yes. every time that name, I'm like, <laughs> whoever settled on naming him Kodiak is so good. Yeah. <laughs> and that he went to Siberia. Yeah. It so much about him, just yeah. in one name. Yeah. <laughs> and the actor, I'm sorry, let's look at, I, it's, um, it's Dexter's dad, but yeah. he's been in everything else too. He's so good. He was in like Indiana Jones or, he's in the, he's just been working forever. But, um. Richard something is his name. We're getting there. Yeah, that's okay. Frantically Googling. Harry James Remar. Oh, James Remar. Remar? Yes, James Remar. Um, He is William James Remar. I think he just goes by James Remar. Um, But he is great. And yeah, like we talked last week about how he seems like he's probably like the hit at like parties with 18 year old girls oh, with daddy issues sure. like he gets his guitar out absolutely and he, like, they just love him he's so sensitive just holding his rabbit wandering yeah. around the party <laughs> but yeah he went to Siberia I guess to 
get over Gabby. Yeah, that's what Hank says. And Gabby says it's no. too... I forget what her reasoning was, but please, she was Gabby. that was BS. Yeah, that was sure. BS, and that's what I realized. Like that was the first time I was like, you know what? I don't like Gabby. I don't think I like her. I think I think she's a bitch. I think she's one of those women that is like, she's very soft spoken and seems kind, but she's not. I think she's conniving. I think yeah. she's more conniving. And there's more to that Kodiak story. There's way more to it. Yeah, absolutely. So, can't wait to find out more. Yeah, I can't wait to find out either. But I. I didn't care for her, except I did like that she, like, put Nicole in her place, because Nicole was being nosy. Nicole, like, oh, Russell does everything right. <laughs> and, then when, and then she, like, had to go and be a little snitch and then talk to Abe about it. Like, Abe, when they were, when he had his shirt off in the doctor's office, mm. and he was like, what's the matter? And she was like, oh, I, I don't want to say anything, but... You know, Sarah, you know. <laughs> what did she say? Be, she said Sarah shouldn't be leaving this, leading this movement because she's been letting the kids see a denier. Oh. She's been letting the kids see their father, and it should be Russell. Mm. And she, how can she lead the movement? And that's when I realized this whole episode is about double lives because mm-hmm. she said to Abe, "She, you can't lead your kids if you're leading a double life." Yeah, yeah. imagine how your double life affects. And then kids. Abe was, you know, and then you could see Abe like the wheels turning. Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then I thought about all the people in that in in that world that are leading double lives right now. Sarah is for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Cal, mm-hmm. Mary and Sean are. Yeah. Even Nicole is leading a double life. You know, she's the perfect wife on one hand, but she's harboring this desire yeah. for this yeah. other relationship on the other. Gabby and Hank are, have something else going on. Mm-hmm. You know, Richard, who's Richard. looking into and stuff Kodiak. without telling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I liked how he put the Put uh, Cal under on the hot seat. Yes. yes. That sheet is it? Is it pre-read and it's like one size fits all, or does it change? Do they try to tell people it changes color when they put their hand on it? He said that it 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 responds to energy in you, but I assumed that it was like your sweat maybe activated. I yeah. think he like, did say something about sweat as well. That yeah. That had something to do and with you like know, your that's nerves. it's not too hard to believe because it's really, it's the same kind of idea behind lie detectors, quote lie detectors, mm-hmm. is that your body does have physiological responses to lying. I mean, that's well documented, that's science. So it wouldn't surprise me that there is like a, a piece of paper with certain chemicals in it and it just reacts to like, you sweat, and if you're lying, your palms are getting sweaty. I I'd be a horrible candidate for it because I'd just be nervous. Just oh, yeah, I'd be sweating right away as yeah. soon as mm-hmm. I walked in there. And that's the other thing I wanted to ask you guys. Um, they they the whole episode, and we got to talk about Marsha. Who's the one that not Marsha? Um, the the doctor they kicked out. Oh, oh Shelby! Yes. I was so. That was devastating. I felt so bad for her. Yeah. But, um... I can't wait to find out whose phone that is. Oh, do you not think that um, Abe put it there when he went to go visit her earlier in the day? Oh, like he just planted it there. He knew, oh, they're looking for someone, and so he hid the phone. So that they don't then go to him. Yeah. I wondered that. Okay, I thought that too. But then I was like, why her? Why did he set her up? Like, there's gotta be... 
somebody's got to be an asshole on that compound. Just mm-hmm. to put it bluntly, like there's got to be somebody that's like a jerk and you can't stand the per- like she that doctor's the nicest person. She serves a huge purpose on yeah. the compound. She has beautiful hair under that turban. Oh, yeah. she did. Yeah. I mean, and just I didn't sweet. know who she was at first when they first like released her. <laughs> yeah. No, so yeah. This character. <laughs> she was like such a sweet soul, you mm-hmm. know. Um so I was like if it was Abe, why would he set her up and not somebody else? But, you know, whatever. Maybe it was just opportunity. Maybe he had to choose someone that wouldn't fight back. Maybe Maybe. he knew she would be one that would deny it but wouldn't put up a fight. And so he just... But also, what purpose does it serve him to have the mole caught? Because he was saying, actually, this is good. It's good for me because I'm in charge of the investigation now. And that means I do. I can get my hands further and further. So it seems to me it would behoove his purposes to keep the investigation going as long as possible. Right. But he has instant results and proves that he can be strong enough to send someone packing. And so they're going to trust him even more oh, now right. because he's able to pinpoint someone and yeah. get him out the yeah. gate. Yeah. Was Okay, was it earlier in the day that he had gone and she was, like, checking his heart or whatever? Do you think he at all... Do you think he really was feeling something? And she was like, nope, everything's fine. I think like he was. I, I actually wrote in my notes, I'm not sure about Abe. Like, I can't tell if he's keeping it together or if he's like, I'm going to solve this case. I I feel like it fluctuates. I cannot tell which one is the real Abe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he was talking to the lawyer, the FBI, his, his yeah. boss or whatever, and his boss was like, what is it about guys like us? Like, we sacrifice everything for our jobs, our families. And, He's like, is it because we just, we love to help people so much? And he was like, no, that's not it at all. I just want to win. And I was like, okay, is, that's the Abe I want to see. Like the guy that went in there and was like, I'm going to do this job and I'm going to root out this corruption Mm -hmm. and, and I'm going to get that promotion or whatever. Yeah. But then sometimes I see Abe, the Abe that's like, I need the light, like, I feel like I might belong here. Yeah. I'm just not sure about him. I, he makes me nervous. I do know that we need more scenes where he takes his shirt off. Just to know. <laughs> it will help me be more yes. certain. Right. Yes. That if is he has true. a heart condition, he should, he should let it breathe. He should let his chest breathe. Yeah. For sure. Just For sure. I, yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to tweet at the writers this week and just make sure that they... I mean, it's important for character development. Right. You know? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Sure. Uh, where do people think he is when he goes to see Mr. Suit and Tie? Great question. He's gone for hours at a time and no one seems to mind that he has... Well, Count... Well, not everyone lives on the compound. Is Abe living on the compound or he's just doing but one But he's R? in one R, which feels like everyone else is there, there. all the time. Yeah, like he's kind of... But Cal did say, he, like, he knows that Abe has family and they know that Abe had a wife or Sam as they know him to be. Sam. Yes. They know he had a wife because they he supposedly lost the baby, you know. The, right. So maybe they just think he's visiting his family or he's like... But he's not allowed to, is he? I don't know. They mentioned Cal said like, wouldn't it be great if they could come? I don't know if it was Cal, but yeah, yeah, they could be here. I don't know. Maybe he's like, I'm going for milk. Maybe, maybe (laughs) they think he's going back to the New York, the city site. Oh, that could be it. I don't know. I was just thinking he changes his clothes. Mm -hmm. He's gone for a super long time, and no one seems to question. Yeah, yeah. In fact, they put him in charge of the investigation to root out. And I, I was like, when is Cal? 
I knew right away that Cal was going to ask him. Like, mm-hmm. I never for a second thought, oh, he thinks Abe is the mole. I knew right from the start that Cal was going to be like, can you lead up the investigation? But I was thinking, oh, come on, Cal, you're smarter than that. Like, why wouldn't you be suspicious of this guy? Like, if anyone can deceive, this guy knows how to deceive. He's got ex-military training. Absolutely. Yeah. He worked for the government. Like, dude, that's your man. Yeah. But, I don't know, I think... I don't know. Maybe that's like some white privilege or something. Cal's just like, oh, this black man will never, would never lie to me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like, why wouldn't he just have them figured out? Sometimes Cal is so smart and then other times he's just... Clueless. Maybe he's just Or maybe he does know and he just wants a... No, but he would get him out of there. Never mind. Retract that. <laughs> I have in my notes here, and you have to pardon my French, but this is what I wrote when I was watching it. At what point does Sean just say, fuck it, we're out of here? Hmm. Because I'm like, how much does he put up with from Cal? For for what? Like, what is the trade-off for him at this point? Yeah, is the light, he's, I don't even know if he's experiencing doubts. Yeah. So I don't even know if he believes it. Like, at what point is 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 Sean, as a husband and a father now, at what point does he say, you know what? I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to yeah. be looking at my wife yeah. in this guy's presence for the next 20, 30 years, thinking that this kid might be his. Cal's full of crap, mm-hmm. you know? At what point does Sean just say, I'm out of here. I'm not, the trade-off is not worth it. Yeah. To me, it seems like Sean believes in the movement, but doesn't believe in Cal and maybe even Sarah's leadership. So it feels like he's sticking around because he wants to believe that Meyerism is real, Mm -hmm. but he's having a hard time following Cal. So I, I don't, I feel like his ability to stay longer or mm-hmm. his ability to stay would last longer because he still has belief in the light. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Kind of like the original six or whatever, who the lifestyle is compelling and what have brought people in, yes. but then that they're co-guiding yeah. is what's throwing people so much. Maybe if Russell were a co-guardian. Mm-hmm. More into it. Maybe if maybe if only they would make Russell the co-guardian. Yeah. <laughs> Russell's a spat. Russell is the most boring person. He was okay. And and I have to get back to the question I originally asked, and we got distracted after the doctor. But I was going to ask, what do you think it does to the mentality and the morale of the community in the compound when they are being interrogated and they're having their barracks? You know, their dorms oh turned my over. And, like, one woman gets caught and shamed for having cigarettes yeah. under her mattress. And somebody mm-hmm. else, you know, one guy admit to, to porn, like, being addicted to porn. And, yeah. and uh, all of a sudden, everyone's under suspicion. Yeah. And this idea of, like, we're all open and transparent and loving has turned into, we have to search your very private space. Mm-hmm. And yes question you and make you talk about things that are deeply personal and embarrassing like what does that do to the morale of the group the only positive i can see from the first of all what movie does that whole scene remind you of you might be too old (laughs) 
Karen Trump? When he no, found the cigarettes when they her? go through everyone's bunks. Oh, heavyweights? Yes. <laughs> no, seen that we did not Stiller? send you to go-kart camp. Go <laughs> oh, wow. No, I haven't seen that movie, but I love Ben Stiller. Oh, yeah, you I know that it. movie, though. It's but, probably yeah. as good as The Matrix. No. <laughs> I do like the idea for them, these people who have these like shameful, shameful things, the idea of getting to unburden. Like, yeah, I've had things in life that, you know, feel like it's this big deal. And then you like say it once you're like, oh, mm-hmm. who cares that you, yeah, if you think I, I you know, whatever. I'm hiding cigarettes yeah. under you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so that part, I don't mind. The part about like raiding their stuff and it yeah. not being voluntary. Yeah. Yeah. Is what I think. Well, and they're spinning no it because Russell says we source so that you will uncover that yeah. which you hide from yourself. Yeah. yeah. And almost saying like, we're giving you this wonderful gift of yeah. freedom that yeah. this thing that you've been hiding that you feel ashamed of, yeah. you don't have to feel ashamed yeah. of anymore. Yeah. So You're I'm so gonna, lucky. Oh, I yeah. wanted so badly for the next shot to be Russell smoking her cigarettes no! like back behind the barracks. Yeah! It does feel that way. Like all the leadership is yeah. requiring it of this, but no one is doing it. Totally. Totally. Yeah. That's what I wondered. Like how it's interesting how you see like the, when we started last season, everyone was happy there. Mm-hmm. Everyone was happy. Everyone had great marriages, had a great family. Like, Eddie and Sarah's family was perfect. You know, having family dinners every night with all the extended family and everyone. But Joy was there, so little less than perfect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now Joy's she gone. She was raised by Nicole, like, so I that's mean. That's true. Yeah, God, Joy's off to SS training or whatever they do. <laughs> but... But now we see like the cracks and you realize everyone's lying to themselves and to each other. This Mm -hmm. movement that's supposed to be the truth is a lie. It's really all lies. It's just people. And I I would compare it again to Scientology, which this is in no way based on at all or (laughs) to in any way. But um, I think I talked last week about how, you know, you can't even have a migraine as a Scientologist because you're not ever supposed to be sick. You're mm-hmm. supposed to have the answers. And so it's just a bunch of people lying to each other, like, about being sick or feeling bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let's jump to the end. All right. Um, the cow. Oh, gosh. That was gross. I did want to ask you guys a question, though. Is, is Sarah, was Sarah being selfish for... Choosing her son's well-being, choosing to get Hawk out of jail rather than keep the promise to the people that she promised to save. I, I don't know. I'm not a mom, so it's difficult for me to say, but I have to imagine that you want to choose your family over all else, that you want to protect your kids, and I was glad. I was happy to see that she, I mean, I was sad for Hawk because I know that's not what he wants, but... You thought she did the right thing. I liked that he is valuable enough to her that she would fight for him. I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Caroline? Um, Speak I, carefully or you will not get your parenting license. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that she cares about him. But I also... That would be difficult to choose... Like him over the like the yeah. community has not chosen to have poison in their water mm-hmm. whereas he did make those decisions mm-hmm. and it's partially her fault because of the 
not her fault, regardless of that, then I don't know if I agree with her, with with her yeah. doing it, or so quickly. Like, yeah, let I, him sit yeah. in there for a little bit. That's what I thought. I, as a parent myself, I'm the only parent in this room, I would say it, you have to let your kids experience the consequences of their actions. Hmm. And sometimes when you take harsh action, the consequences are harsh. That's why we discipline our kids when they're young. So we inoculate them against making the idiot choices later on that have serious consequences. I might slap my daughter's hand for running out into the street, but what that does is later on it connects pain to that to the action of running into the street without her actually having to be hit by a car and experience mm -hmm. that very real pain that could end her life so I think there's you know as tough as it is as painful as it is to watch your child suffer the consequences of their actions Hawk knew what he was doing and he did it mm -hmm. now I asked myself the question would Sarah let any other member of the group do the same for their child would she let them forfeit an entire charity project for their child? That's or would she tell them it's the it's for the group, we have to do what's better for yeah. the whole? But even Cal says to her at some point that Steve would say having children uh, limits your ability to lead, mm -hmm. which is interesting because that's then what we see happening. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're raising a good point. You yeah. might be swaying me. And I don't know, I certainly don't agree with that. I think Steve was wrong about that. I mean, I think having children increases your ability to lead because you're yeah. a leader. You become a leader <laughs> in your home. I mean, and there's, you know, there are no more terroristic people on earth than small children. So you <laughs> learn how to deal with, you know, you learn tactics. Um, but yeah, I, you know what? I get why she did it. I do. And, I, and, and Michelle Moynihan is excellent in that role. She shows that pain and that the struggling with that mm -hmm. decision, knowing that she's letting these people down. But in the end, I was like, I thought it was selfish of her. I really did because I felt that's not, she wasn't doing it for her son. The, for, the right thing for her son would have been to leave him in juvie to make sure he doesn't go to real prison mm -hmm. when he's 20 or 21 and does something crazy. You experience the consequences now so you don't do it later. The right thing would have been to leave him in, in there and let him pay the price and defend him and get the lightest sentence. What she did was for her comfort. And you don't think he learned his lesson by having his hair touched by <laughs> a stranger in his cell? <laughs> and I don't know. It seemed to almost like make him more militant, the whole yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah. Which I hear is the thing that happens when you go to jail anyway. Just got to learn how to live in the culture. So, but he seemed, but Hawk is a ticking time bomb. So we'll see where he goes from here. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, so the last scene, Sarah's in, in the barn with the farmer she's been helping, his cow's dying. And he says, Marshall's favorite cow. Marshall's dying. favorite oh, yeah. cow is dying. <laughs> Again, was this a dream or real? Because hmm. he stabs the cow and this blood comes out, but it's not blood, it's black. Yeah. And he says, I know this isn't water, this is poison. Yeah. You know, or I know what's in the water, it's yeah. poison. Yeah. This is not blood. Yeah. And it was all over Sarah's face, and then she started screaming, and I was like, maybe is she dreaming? Or did that oh, happen? I think that happened. I mean, I, I could see it. Everything I thought was a dream this season so far has been real. So I'm like, oh, for three oh. <laughs> dreams. But uh, this is jumping a little. But back to when uh, they sleep together and Sarah sees his yes. lightning wounds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it just got me. I can't wait for them to show the scene 
when they yeah. show what happened. Yeah. Yes. That's it. I know. And then the ending, oh, I just got struck by lightning. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, that's really serious, dude. Like, yeah. no, people don't really survive that, I don't mm. think. Yeah. I just got struck by lightning, and, like, oh, no wonder funny. he's on all those pills. Seriously. <laughs> it's like, what is, what, he's seeing things? Yeah, I'm sure he is. His brain is probably fried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, half of his anxiety is probably just from lightning struck by lightning yeah <laughs> that'll get you and then watching a man plummet to his death after that yeah yeah among other things mm-hmm. poor eddie all right i don't know did we miss anything anything you wanted to bring up talk about that we didn't talk about um yeah i think i brought it all up uh this was one of my favorite episodes mm-hmm. i yeah. think so far besides the season premiere was great um, and this one was great. We got to see a lot of different storylines. Um, things are starting to come piece together a little mm-hmm. bit. And yeah, I, th- I think this theme this week was double life. Yeah. Double, everyone's leading a double life. So we shall see oh, God. what happens from here. Cannot wait for Mary's baby to come so we can see yes. if it's brown oh, or if it's lily what, white. What color she is willing yes. to be. Yes. And please bring back Malcolm X Jr. And bring back mm. Malcolm X Jr. He was great. And he has the but he has the prettiest eyelashes. I just mm-hmm. could not help but notice his, his eyes. Um, and that's why I was like, I know I've seen this actor before because yeah. I remember, I remember his eyes, and he has no other hair on his face or head, so <laughs> like his eyelashes like get stood out extra. But yeah, if you know his name, um, tweet to us at lotl underscore podcast. That's for ladies of the ladder underscore podcast, or you can um, email us at ladies of the ladder at gmail.com. Um, and always you can find us and other artists and other um, shows on phantomsway.com. That is a one-stop shop for all things arts and entertainment. And we've got a couple other podcasts over there. In fact, I have another podcast called How Inappropriate, which I take a movie from the 70s, 80s, or earlier and talk about all of the things that couldn't get made today mm-hmm. in that movie. So we have comedians on. We have we always have a great time. I think the last one we did was Death Wish with uh, Charles Bronson, a la 1971, I think. So we have fun over there, and you can check that out. Um, I'm Kira here with Allison and Caroline. We're saying goodbye to you. Thank you so much for listening. Tell a friend about us. Ladies, may the light forever be with you. And And also also with with you. you. Phantom Sway. We make stuff you'll love. Seriously, check us out. PhantomSway.com